0: Welcome to the latest edition of Norton Rose Fulbright's Regulation Tomorrow podcast, where we explore the latest developments in risk and regulation in the financial services sector. I'm Albert Weatherall, and I'm also joined today by our global head of financial services, Jonathan Herbst. Welcome, Jonathan. Hi. So today, the focus of this podcast is an initial take on the publication by HM Treasury earlier today on the 9th of December, of what has been commonly dubbed as the Edinburgh reforms, which is a series of proposals to amend the existing scope of the financial services regulatory framework here in the UK. OK, thanks for that intro, Albert. So perhaps can you just talk us through like the core aspects of the reforms just to give everyone a flavour of what they might be? Thanks, Jonathan. And and I think the first thing is it's worth emphasizing that what I'm about to say is no, by no means an exhaustive summary of all the proposals that are contained within these reform measures. And certainly we will, as we touched on, be talking through these in far greater detail on specific podcasts later in the series. But as I say, the reforms are fairly varied. And I think one of the ways to look at this is almost to try to dissect them down into buckets. Uh, of different types of proposals. So I think the first bucket is evidence of the further sort of divergence from retained EU law with a transition more towards domestic regulatory regime and that greater focus on the FISMA model of regulation that HMT has been championing in recent years. And I think in that vein, we're seeing proposals to repeal the prospectus regulation and replace it with a new UK domestic public offer and admission into trading regime. We're seeing proposal to repeal PRIPs and replace that. That's been a particular uh, bugbear of the UK uh, regulators in, 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 in terms of its view of how PRIPS really works in practice for market participants. We're also seeing a repeal of the European Long-Term Investment Fund construct, uh, given you know the new UK Long-Term Asset Fund, and so again that transition towards UK domestic regulation and similarly on the consumer credit act again i think they're utilizing the you know the possibilities of brexit to try to bring about greater harmonization and, and try to have a bit of a reset on how we deal with uh, the regulation the structure of our regulatory framework related to consumer credit so so that's one bucket i think the second bucket is on you know attempts to make proportionate changes to regulation. And I think that's what we're seeing with the proposed consultation on the amendments to the SMCR, which we expect to see in Q1 of next year. Also changes to customer information, requirements under the payment account regulations, changes to short-selling regulations, changes also on the ring-fencing regime, I think to try to alleviate some of that regulatory burden on smaller retail banks. And I think this bucket is tied quite closely to the sort of growth agenda that the chancellor is seeking to uh, you know obtain with these amendments which is you're trying not necessarily to pull out all of the regulation in this space but to make it slightly more proportionate uh, and reflective of we, what the perceived harms are that that regulation is seeking to address i think the third bucket is is fintech so i think here we've got some well trailed proposals such as you know the implementation of the financial market infrastructure sandbox uh, but we've also got some proposals um, some newer proposals with respect to, you know, a detailed consultation on the launch of a UK Central Bank Digital Currency. I know the Bank of England have been discussing this for some time, but this is an indication of a joint consultation between the Bank of England and Treasury in this space. And we're also seeing the possibility of trials for a new class of wholesale market venue in that innov- in, uh, utilising innovation in that space. So, look, those buckets don't encompass all the provisions, but I think, you know, as a, at the outset, they're a fairly good way of dissecting the sway of the proposals that are contained in these reform measures so just diving into some of these measures jonathan in in your sense are we seeing an increasing play out of of the sort of eu divergence agenda through some of the amendments that are being proposed to existing staples of our uk framework here
1: yeah thanks albert Yes and no, is what I would say. Yes, in the sense that at micro level, there are a number of reforms, not all to EU legislation. The senior managers regime is domestic, of course, so that that would be a change to our own domestic regime. Uh, but there are a number of you know significant potential changes here, for example, on the prospectus side and on PRIPs and, and various others. But I think it's important to put this in context. It is not. A move back to the pre two thousand and eight regulatory regime at all. You know, if you think about the vast majority of UK regulation implements international standards. There's no suggestion we're doing away with the basic framework of MiFID, EMIR, MAR, or indeed any of the prudential regulatory framework. There are changes at the edges. For example, the investment research proposals, which indeed were very much the UK's proposals in the first place. The FCA pushed for those. If the UK wishes to reform those that's that's fine but I think it's important to put this in context and, and critically you know if one is a firm facing the regulator or an individual facing the regulator I think it's it's the same FCA and PRA and it's the same regulatory regime and I certainly go back to the sort of self-regulatory world pre you know pre-2001 and I think the bottom line is We're in a different world now, and that world is not going to change. And there's no suggestion here that there will be that kind of change. So in no way am I saying this is not important. It's it's a significant package of measures, and we will do a series of podcasts on specific areas, for example, very interesting proposals in terms of wholesale markets and a new type of market, interesting proposals, as I mentioned, on consumer protection. But macro, macro, if you're looking at it from a sort of board perspective, perspective or senior management perspective it's business as usual and its regulation as usual and that would be my macro summary here